0: This is a Thunderdog podcast. Uh, the main difference between me and Donald Trump is I get no pleasure from saying you're fired. If I had a catchphrase, it would be, you're hired and can work here as long as you want, but that's unrealistic. Just a wet blanket named Pam. <laughs> oh, I think Green is kind of horrid. <laughs> <laughs> These are my party-planning biatches. I'm better at hiding than they are at vision. I think it has something to do with Survivor. If I were allergic to dairy, I think I'd kill myself. Because we're strong, Dwight. Because we're strong. Uh, Meredith, let's hope the only downsizing that happens to you is your age. (laughs) (laughs) So, welcome back to Michael Scott Gives Me Social Anxiety. I am Evan. I'm Brad. And this is the podcast where we talk about The Office and talk about how anxious it makes us. It makes us want to die. Yeah. M-S msg msa msg msa that's us episode four episode four the alliance episode four season one the alliance that's right i was excited for this one because i know that there's a survivor reference it's true i love myself some survivor should we jump into our synopsis i believe so tweet length synopsis so you know 280 characters the new tweet length. yeah but you want to start that off uh sure with downsizing looming over dunder mifflin dwight and jim Create an alliance to protect themselves, but Jim and Pam are the true alliance. To boost morale, Michael demands a party for Meredith, but he must always be the center of attention. He also doesn't understand walk-a-thons. <laughs> Pretty good. I like that. Dwight, worried about downsizing, forms an alliance with Jim to gather information about their co-workers. Jim does not respect the alliance. Michael tries to manage the rumors by throwing Meredith an early surprise birthday party, and uses money and humor to mask his smallness. I feel, like I, I feel like I just try to like kill people in my mean. yeah in You're my tweets, assassinating people <laughs> and their careers at the office. So yeah, yeah. What does IMDb have to say about All right. this? Uh, our good friend Mystic eighty oh, says, boy. just for a laugh, Jim agrees to an alliance with Dwight regarding the downsizing rumors oh and we have a new player in the game oh yeah james hake all right i appreciate it says since the rumors of downsizing have occurred in the scranton branch dwight thinks it's best to secretly partner with jim to have each other's backs on it while jim takes this as an opportunity to have this as one of his pranks against dwight it's so okay. real, definitely a real emphasis on the Dwight Jim aspect rather than the Michael aspect. Mm-hmm. At least for these IMDb kids, it was a it was a Dwight and Jim episode. I'd say definitely a true showing of how they are going to work together. That rivalry sort yeah. of deal. It was a, this episode started with Dwight waiting outside the bathroom for Michael yeah. to talk about the downsizing. Uh-huh. In the first episode, Dwight's saying he wanted downsizing since he got his interview. Mm. He brought it up in his interview to downsize. Hilarious. And now he's afraid of it. Yeah, and suddenly now he's afraid of it. Two episodes in. He wants Michael to confirm protection for Dwight because he's assistant to the regional manager. I thought that switch of being confident, wanting it, and then now being scared about it. Did you notice that Michael refers to Pam as his assistant? Yes. oh, Even though Dwight is literally assistant to the regional manager, Mm -hmm. he refers to Pam as his assistant. Yeah. There is no connection there. There is nothing there. And that's true. Pam Pam fills the role better than Dwight does. I guess that's the point, yeah. is that Dwight tries to fill the role, but nobody wants Dwight to do anything ever. But yeah, Dwight's idea of being an assistant is firing people and protecting the office mm-hmm. from assassination attempts or something. I don't know. Comes in handy. It comes in handy in the future episodes. Whereas uh, Pam is definitely more of the clerical sort of assistant, I mm-hmm. suppose. The administrative assistant. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. That makes sense, for sure. How do you guys, how do you feel about uh, Michael Scott's terrible ability to do drum rolls? Oh my god, yeah, I I brought that up in my notes too, like, this is the second episode in a row, I think, where he just butchers a drum roll. Yeah, I think that's so perfect. I think that's so perfect for what Michael is as a human. Can't even pull off a fucking drum roll right. Yeah, exactly, like, The drum rolls are important for some things. They are. I can tell you that much. Like this one, just goes on far too long. Yeah. He's trying to figure out who's who has the next birthday in the office so that they can throw them a party. Mm -hmm. And through Pam saying there's no birthdays coming up anytime soon, he's just smacking the table. Keep going because he's not getting the answer that he likes. Yeah. Until he finally gets the answer, Meredith. Yeah. Which which is like a month away. How do you feel about Meredith? Um, I feel like they haven't really defined her character yet. Uh, she seems to be just kind of a timid, normal person. Yeah. Currently. And she whereas... changes. Oh, she changes. Yeah. That's probably like a season two thing. Yeah, for sure. Where they really develop her. But this is the first episode where you really see It Meredith. might be the first time they say her name. Because, like, Michael Scott introduces her. Like, he points yeah. at her and says, that's Meredith. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about Meredith as, like, a character? As a character? I think she's interesting. Um, I think she's a wild card to most people. Yeah. Easily hated, but I think some I don't people nec- really like her. Yeah. I don't necessarily think she's, like, an important character. Yeah. Most of the time, but, like, when she pops up, it's usually a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, she's got some quips. Yeah. She's different from the other people in the office. Oh, yeah. For sure. The party planning committee. Yeah. We were introduced, instance... introduced to them. That yeah. crew of ladies um phyllis angela pam yeah angela was super nice to phyllis in the first situation yeah Phyllis like oh here's an idea is too nervous Mm -hmm. phyllis also i love phyllis but she's so like so sad and so quiet in season one yeah and then she gets she can be really mean in the future seasons like she's fucking cold-hearted yeah i love it like but she was nervous about streamers and stuff yeah and angela was very welcoming to new ideas and things like that kind of not green though <laughs> not green because green is whorish yeah yeah pam don't flip a coin because that's, that's gambling. gambling it's gambling kids don't ever do that but yeah i thought that was kind of interesting the yeah and then michael barges in on the party planning committee uh yep it's my party biatches or whatever he says yep um and like demands An ice cream cake from Baskin Robbins. Meredith is lactose intolerant. Yep. Very (laughs) much so. That doesn't matter. Other people are going to be eating cake. It's true. It's not all about Meredith. Yeah. Mint chocolate chip. Michael's voice, the way he transforms it into that stupid little, when he says yeesh. Yeah. I noticed that he said yeesh a lot in the (laughs) the second episode, or at least once. Mm -hmm. And I know in the future he'll be told not to say that anymore. Yeah. But like he did the same thing with mint mint chocolate chip. And like, ah, oh, in that I hate that. It yeah. makes me makes me feel not so good. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like just it's it's a very childlike thing to do. Where you just like repeat what you want and your voice gets weird. It's just like mint chocolate chip. Yeah. Mint chocolate chip. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Speaking of Angela Angela. Dwight and Angela. Aren't dating? No, nope, not in this moment. Not even close. Not even close. Because Dwight's super okay with Angela getting canned. Canned. Yeah. When him and Jim are discussing the downsizing. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Dwight suggests a secret alliance to protect him and Jim from downsizing. Hmm. Um, but Jim's a little prankster, so he goes to Pam immediately, and I think this is Pam's first like active role in a prank. Yeah. Uh, and she's like faking these conversations and Yeah, her first big role where she's making ideas yeah. and she's participating just as much as Jim is yeah. in the messing with Because his previously it's just kind of been like Jim doing something and then telling Pam about it. Yeah. And now Pam is coming up with ideas and like coming to Jim and saying like, Oh, I have so I hear all these conversations with Michael in yeah, corporate. Yeah, yeah. And apparently when... that was her idea, and Jim's real impressed and yeah. definitely wants to Fuck. real impressed with him i yeah. forgot about that little that little section of uh love development there yeah we, we've met roy in the yeah. first episode yeah this is the first time there's awkwardness tension between roy and jim yeah jim and pam are chatting at the end of the episode uh and jim's like leaning in because they're whispering because they don't want dwight to hear mm-hmm. and roy comes in he's like are you trying to cop a feel yeah it's like No. Yeah, sort of charges Jim a little bit. And Jim's not... I mean, Roy is a big dude. Yeah, he's a big boy. And he works in a warehouse, so he's got muscles. Mm -hmm. Some pretty big ones, I'd say. So, Jim's intimidated by him. How did you feel? So, Roy walks in, Jim has his arm around Pam, Uh and Pam is holding Jim's hand. Mm. What would you do? Uh, If I was Roy? Yeah. Um, Not that, obviously, but... I don't know. I don't know. That's the first real, like, intimacy, Oh, I guess, the shoulder thing, too. Yeah, but Roy wasn't there for that. Yeah, exactly. But, like, they're clearly comfortable coming into contact. I feel like a lot of people you work with maybe wouldn't, like, touch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not at the office. <laughs> like, maybe right? a handshake. Yeah. Just, like, holding hands is a very intimate thing. Yeah. And to do that just, like, in the office with a co is a little intense so like i understand why roy's upset but like he is a dick yeah because we root for jim and pam therefore we have to hate roy true and roy like roy's always already been a dick in the previous episodes oh yeah he doesn't respect pam at all yeah like that's so sad yeah like pam deserves better these characters make me feel so much like so much social anxiety but also so much like oh come on pam like little heartbreak you gotta find someone better but I, I hope she does I is all i'm does. saying yeah i don't know knows? man jim convinces uh, dwight to hide in a box in the warehouse yep and then sends pam down to to talk about the meeting she's listening in yeah with Michael on. i don't even i don't even know who she's supposed to be talking to on the phone yeah that's what i'm thinking too who is she telling that the accountants are gonna get hit i don't know yeah she just she said we were supposed to meet down here And then, like, they continue with the conversation. So, who is she supposed to meet? Like, Mm -hmm. obviously it was fake, but, like, I don't understand who else in the office it could be. Uh, Dwight. I love Dwight. Dwight is... He's important to me. Is important. Dwight's important. Yeah. Michael and Dwight. Those two, as contrast, a question I thought of while watching this was, who's the better employee? Michael... Or Dwight. Oh, God, they both are terrible. They are. I mean, because they're both good, technically good salesmen. Yeah. But they're both so distracted and so disruptive mm-hmm. in the office environment that, like, I the office would probably run better without either of them. You think so? I think so. I think that Dwight is the better employee and might actually be a better manager. Minus the craziness. Yeah. Dwight remembers Meredith's birthday. And a bunch of information about her. Divorce twice. Divorce twice. Hysterectomy. Yeah. Things like that. And, like, that was mentioned in the previous episode. Yeah. Things like that. But, like, he has that sort of office knowledge about her. Yeah. More than office knowledge. You don't know that about yeah. your friends in the co- in the workplace. Michael needed Pam to get the birthday list. Yeah. As the assistant. And still didn't know the birthdays or anything like that. Yeah. Michael's definitely the more clueless of the two. So, so I guess, like, technically, Dwight would be just in like in that awareness not awareness definitely not awareness in that knowledge sense yeah but also dwight does that for superficial reasons like power yeah he wants to know he, he wants to be able to hold things over people basically <laughs> yeah knowledge is power in that sense i never really realized the little nuances between like dwight trying to get power from michael uh-huh. like in the last episode where he's like my office is bigger than his. When yeah. he's just trying to get the conference room kind of thing. Yeah. And the forming of alliances to get power. And then the greatest backstab, maybe in Survivor history, uh-huh. maybe in the world, I don't know. <laughs> Roy comes in, charges Jim. Yeah. And Jim's like, me, it's it's an alliance. Me and we, Dwight we were, have an alliance. We were pranking Dwight, mm-hmm. me and Pam. We were, we were bamboozling Dwight. Mm-hmm. And then Dwight, he's... Just stone cold motherfucker, st- just... What? Yeah. Speaking of no alliance An to Roy, not defending Jim at all. No. And then seeps back into the bush. Well, I mean, clearly Jim wasn't taking the alliance seriously. Mm-hmm. So Dwight's got to save face. Who would you vote as the sole survivor in the office for this episode? Between the two of them, or just between all of them? Between all of them. Who played the best game? Pam. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. No one, no one expects anything from her, so she's got that underhanded sneak factor. Yeah, sneaky sneakiness. Yeah. All right. I appreciate that. Who would you say? I don't know. I was thinking about it. Um, Maybe Oscar. He got everyone to give him money. True. I was thinking Kevin and Toby. Mm-hmm. They were talking. Yeah. They were talking big. I like to imagine that they're actually an alliance. It'd be funny if actually everybody had alliances. Those there's more Survivor references in the future, mm-hmm. which is gonna be kind of funny. But um, who do I think won? Yeah. Or who would I vote Soul Survivor? Pam's a good one for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna say Oscar actually. Oscar, he wasn't even a part of it, but like, yeah, he did get some money out of him. So Oscar comes to Michael and asks him whether he would like to donate to his nephew's walkathon. So Michael, you know he's a charitable guy, mm-hmm. of course, generous. So he takes the sheet and looks at everyone else's donations and think like two dollars, three dollars. What a bunch of cheapskates! Twenty five dollars, mm-hmm. but he didn't read the damn thing. He he's donating per mile, per mile. Oscar's kid can walk eighteen. Yeah, he walked eighteen last year. So Ho- hoping for maybe a little bit more. It's four hundred and fifty dollars. Thank you. If he walks eighteen miles at twenty five dollars an hour, four hundred fifty dollars, which is like. That's a. I mean, for some reason, I feel like that's low. It's a decent chunk of change, especially yeah, for when sure. others are thinking like fifty bucks. Yeah, 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 exactly. Would yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah, I guess so, right? Yeah, because that's what Jim was thinking. He donated like three, so he was expecting around fifty dollars donation. Yeah, for sure. But four fifty, like I feel like. Maybe for a manager, that shouldn't be too much. Mm-hmm. Especially someone that's worked at a company for 12 years. Yeah. Like, you should be making a decent amount of money. Yeah, well, we, we know in the future that he's not. Yeah, we'll see very but, shortly that he is not. But yeah, so he confronts Oscar. He he doesn't ask to undonate. Yeah. Or recant his donation, <laughs> yeah. but it... It's the ethics of the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's very implied that he he's unhappy with what he did. His decisions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. But then later it's, in the episode, he brags about it. Yeah, his unawareness. And then when he gets in a deeper hole yeah. with the joke, he puts in Meredith's card yep. about the downsizing. Uh, then he reflects on that, being like, hey, yep, this is what I did. And yeah. it start, starts start, start writing a check. Like, that's, Yeah, I don't know. Who's that like, going to? There's no one. No one walked. Like, I think he was hoping just like writing a $25 check and giving it to him. Then he'd be safe, maybe. Yeah. Oh, and like, I love how Oscar didn't let him get away with it either. No, yeah. Oscar awesome. doesn't take too much bullshit. I love Oscar. Oscar's great. Oscar might be my favorite character in The Office. Really? Yeah, is that controversial? Um, I think you might be in a minority, because I feel like most people would go for a Michael, a Jim, or a Pam. Yeah. Maybe Dwight. But I think that's a strong choice. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I'm glad. We'll see how as that, how that goes on. but Yeah. The camera people. Uh I love talking about them. Uh I think that this was an episode that really demonstrated this is a documentary. Mm -hmm. And the thing we're seeing is the final output after it's been filtered through the documentary people. Especially with the relationships with the alliance between Jim and Dwight. Mm -hmm. The voiceovers that they had. Sometimes you'll hear Jim, I mean like Dwight talking about like don't tell anyone. And then it's a scene that you're viewing of Jim telling Pam. yeah, Like this next second yeah, or things like that. I feel like the cuts in this one were very particular and showed the documentary people as a camera people, which I hope don't doesn't go away. I think it might though in middle middle series. The the editing always feels very deliberate. I yeah. think like whether it's like juxtaposing, like don't tell anyone to him immediately telling with someone, mm-hmm. or yeah, just yeah. like holding on a shot just a little too long, mm-hmm. so that whoever's on screen like feels like they would have cut so they kind of drop their face or whatever. Yeah. I feel like that definitely happens. Maybe I'm overlooking it in this moment, but we'll see. Very interesting. I guess the last thing to talk about is the party itself. Yeah. Meredith and Angela I guess leave for lunch or something Mm -hmm. and they come back and they're like, surprise! And Meredith just turns to Angela and is like, surprise! Yeah. I love how Angela's like friends with everybody in these moments. right now. Before she goes... Crazy. Full on nut bar. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. And like then the party and then... And then the card. And then the card. Michael throws money at issues. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Money in humor. As I said in my Mm. tweet long explanation. Yeah. He spent the entire episode trying to make a joke for that party to put in the card so that meredith can read it yeah he wants meredith to read every single thing out loud so he, he can be the funniest yeah even right. though he's definitely not yeah like i think stanley was the mvp of that card i'd say so too uh for sure something to the effect of you say you're a year older but you're not because time stands still, still at this office yeah exactly pretty funny michael didn't like that no and then pam goes just for a happy birthday you're the best Mm-hmm. To which Michael, like, makes gagging noises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor and, then, and he says, like, what a downer. Yeah. Like, how is that a downer? Yeah, that's the good... That's a oh, Michael. The things mm-hmm. that Michael does just, to me. Fuck. Come on, dude. The way he says, like... This isn't my fault. So quickly, like, oh, like, so good. And he he immediately turns it on to the party planning committee. He's like, this isn't my fault. Ladies, not your best effort. Yeah, exactly. And then this is how much money I gave to Oscar, though I didn't really want to. Yeah. Like, this, oh, Michael Scott. What do you, what does he give me? Social anxiety. Social anxiety, exactly. From, this is episode four, right? Yes, sir. So the cast, obviously, is getting pretty set. Yeah. There's still two characters that aren't really mentioned or talked about that I saw in the background. One dude will come into play later, and the other girl, like, it's just a redheaded girl, behind Meredith when Uh. she's reading her cards. And she disappears, eventually. Yeah. But it's interesting how they still have those people in there, just floating around a little bit. Eventually, it just becomes the actual cast, but right now, there's a couple extra faces. Mm. Which I guess are just fodder for downsizing, I assume? Yeah, I'd say so. I know that there's eventually... Like one where they just are like, you're fired. Get the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. Or like. And in the last episode, they bring him back. <laughs> they rehire him. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. In the very last episode, Dwight like rehires him. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're going to have to watch that then. Eventually. Eventually. But yeah. Anything else you got to say? Uh, I don't think so. Cool. I think we broke it down pretty good. I'd say so too. You know what uh, that means? I think it's time to rank some some boys. <laughs> So we have three lists, three different ways that we rank each episode. Yes, we do. Uh, What are they, Bradley? Um, I'd say that the first one, Uh we like to talk about if continuity-wise, story-wise, do you need to watch this episode? Yes Yes or no? We go through the list of all the episodes, and then eventually we'll get to the point where we have only the key episodes you need to watch in order to understand The Office. That's right. Uh, The second list we like to do is uh, just overall quality, how much we enjoyed this episode, episode yeah so we're making a list here about like if you want to watch the shit first and then get to the best or start at the best and then stop halfway through we're creating the list of like what's the best office episodes That's what, right what gave us the most enjoyment measuring yeah. it by enjoyment and the third and final one is how much social anxiety yeah did this give us how bad was michael scott yeah how much did we want to die <laughs> while we watched this so number one number one is, is this mandatory this, is it mandatory Watching it, I thought it was. Yeah, I'm leaning towards a yes on this one. Talking about it, I thought it wasn't. No? So t- convince me. Uh, I think it furthers the downsizing plot. Mm-hmm. Because people are clearly getting really worried about it. hmm Because um, Dwight is. Dwight is worried about it. Uh, even Michael's worried about it because he, he thinks that The Office needs a morale boost. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't want to be caught being the dick who's firing people. Yeah, because he wants all these friends. Like he can't promise Dwight at the beginning of the episode anything. Like he can't promise that there won't be downsizing. He can't promise that there, if there is downsizing, that the sales team's safe. Mm-hmm. So it furthers the downsizing plot. It furthers the Dwight Jim rivalry. This is the first episode where we try, where they try to work together, mm-hmm. but it backfires on Dwight. Yeah. Um, like, outwardly, like, yeah. this is the main thing of the episode. Yeah. Anything else? Why, uh, why else? And then, you know, it's uh, Pam's first active role. Pam's really getting in on the on the prank vibes. Yeah. My biggest thing for why this m- is necessary. Mm-hmm. You got me. It's necessary. I was there. I, le- I walked yes. away for a little bit. came back. It is necessary. It's good to see both sides. It's good to see both sides. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Hope so. Um... The relationship aspect between Jim and Pam. Mm-hmm. This is an episode that really shows what it's going to be for the next little while. Yeah. Jim and Pam having fun, playing games, and then maybe Roy comes in. Yeah. And sort of this dreaming, hanging out, the desire to be with each other is yeah. shattered by reality of this band walking in. And that is... Yeah, he's a real spoil sport. Yeah, that's the person Pam is choosing to be with, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or is with um, in these moments. Even though she never seems happy when he's around. Yeah, exactly. And he's a dick, clearly. Oh, he's very mean. Which I'm glad that Pam potentially will realize later. Michael, it really shows a lot of... This is a good main character episode, Uh-huh. for sure, because Michael is obviously more of a dick. He's more of a... More of himself. Yeah. Dwight being neurotic yep. and crazy and trying to grab her power. And Going it. overboard. Yeah, in his usual way. Yep. I'd say that this is a required episode, in which case we have two, right? Yep. One and four. One and four. So far. All right. Now we're on to quality. How <laughs> how much did we enjoy this episode? This is where it's going to get interesting for us because we actually have some things to compare it to. Yeah. I'm going to put this at a straight number three underneath pilot. Under the pilot, but above episode three? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's not definitely not as good as diversity day. Not as good as diversity day. Not as good as the pilot. Yeah. But definitely better than the last episode. Yeah. I'd say so. Okay. Good agreement on that. Excellent. Finally, Cringe Factor. Cringe Factor. How much social anxiety was... Michael Scott delivering today. Yeah. So, so far, our Cringe Factor list has matched the quality list. Mm-hmm. Are you about to change the, I'm change not the record? Not, I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm, I just think it's an interesting correlation that the episodes that give us the most... <laughs> anxiety are Mm -hmm. the ones we enjoy the most. That is interesting. We might have to change that if it continues that way and just make one list. Because clearly, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a correlation we just discovered. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. All right. So where do, it's definitely not above diversity day. No, it's not number one. No. promise you that. Could it be above the pilot? Could it be above the pilot? There are in my heart, there's two sections this could be in, mm-hmm. either above the pilot or below the pilot. Yeah, it's not it's not the last one. No, definitely it, not. It's not the first one. When I, watching it, I didn't think it was about the pilot. I think this is a straight number four, matching the quality. Yeah, and no, straight number one, number three. Two, number three, matching the quality aspect of it. Yeah, again. I think I can agree with that. It, I feel like the the pilot definitely hits harder. Yeah, even though this one has definitely some very uncomfortable situations. Yeah, for sure. But it's definitely not more than the pilot, and it's for sure not more than Diversity Day. I don't know if Diversity Day is going to get unseated for a while. Think so? I, th- I think it's I think it's a mainstay. Yeah. How do you feel about the Alliance? Do you think it's going to... Where do you think it's going to end up? I think it's middle of the pack because yeah. of the... Like, there were two situations that basically caused cringing. Mm-hmm. There was the money, and then there was the birthday party. Birthday uh, party slash the joke in the birthday party. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like most episodes will probably have like one main driving social anxiety factor. So yeah. this one has two, mm-hmm. but they're not exactly the two strongest, I guess. Yeah, the last episode didn't really have any huge yeah. ones, but Diversity Day had a bunch. Yeah, with Kelly and Mr. Brown and everything. Yeah, the first one did too with Jan and and in oh the Running Man thing in the first one too yeah. the way the way. Yeah, definitely not, and, it's definitely not about the pilot. And, oh, hey, it's our new temp. I'm going to do a Nazi impression. Yeah, or, like. like, this is Pam. You should have seen her a couple years ago. Oof. Yeah, this is definitely a solid number three. Yeah. And I think we can both agree on that. Excellent. Just to review. Yes. We have decided that this episode is not mandatory. No, we have decided it is mandatory. Okay. Where am I right now? Your house. <laughs> sure are. It is mandatory. Yes. Two mandatory episodes, pilot and this. So far, yeah. Pilot, because obviously displays all the characters. This one really develops the main characters. Yeah. Michael, Jim, Dwight, Pam. Even a little bit of everybody else, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Just a little bit. We meet Meredith. Yeah. The crew's starting to get together. Yeah, Angela's showing her a bit of her mean side. Yeah, exactly. A little bit in a little the end bit. there. And part of nice, part, very part mean. Yeah. Afterwards. Um, we've decided that this is the third best episode we've watched so far. So far? Yep. Out of four. Yep. Um, and also, this is the third most social anxiety inducing yeah good I'm, I'm happy with that awesome two more episodes to go for season one that's right it's exciting episode five is titled basketball 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 could be a rough episode oh basketball could be a rough episode that's gonna be a good development from oh, is this, is, this episode is this the first time we saw daryl <gasps> this episode is the first time we saw daryl in, in the alliance. Yeah. Not next episode, this episode. This episode. Because he's standing in the background. As Dwight breaks out of the box yeah. that Jim taped him out. Stabs out of it, cuts with a knife. And then just punches out. Yeah. Like, and, kill Bill. And Daryl is just standing in the background, just staring at them. I had a note of that. You're totally right. Oh, Daryl. I love Daryl. I'm yeah. excited to see more of Daryl. And we get him next episode. Yes, in, we do. In basketball. Because we meet more characters. We, we meet, meet the, the, other the half of, guys. Yeah, we meet the other half of the office. The yeah. warehouse. Led by Daryl. Ooh, More Roy. That's what I'm thinking is that, so it it is a good thing that we have this episode as mandatory to watch because that's, that sets up, sets up a major conflict. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about Gerald next week. Yeah. Cool. All right. right. Uh, So you can find Michael Scott gives me social anxiety uh, anywhere you find podcasts like iTunes, Google play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. I don't know. Probably not SoundCloud. Probably not SoundCloud. YouTube though. YouTube. I'm proud of the YouTube. Yeah. I haven't made it yet, but I'm proud of it. It's going to happen. It will. Leave us a review wherever you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really helps us out. Share it with your friends, your family, your dog, your doctor. Anyone who likes Michael Scott. Your ophthalmologist. All right. Um, the people who gives you the hysterectomy, whatever that thing is. I That's probably a gynecologist. I don't know. Or is that just a surgeon? Sure. Gyna would probably diagnose it and then a surgeon would do it. I appreciate that. We're not medical professionals. We're media professionals. We're media professionals. And on that note, thank you for listening. Thank you so much. I'm Brad. I am Evan. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. That was a Thunderdog Podcast.